Marianne and Lita and you're listening to Vodka Lemonade Stand. Cheers! <laughs> so this episode, our second of Vodka Lemonade Stand, we're, we're going to talk all about The Bachelor. The Bachelor, Bachelor Nation. Um, so many feelings about The Bachelor <laughs> as always, um, oh but it's a timely episode because the newest season of The Bachelor just started this past January 1st. We watched it together on um, the long exhausting two-hour premiere oh, the premiere is always <laughs> the worst i hate the premiere episode every season whereas like i don't mind the premiere so much and we'll get into that um but i think a great place to start is talking about who even is this ari guy who is ari because normally in the bachelor um they just take someone from the previous season or a very recent season um and they are the new bachelor so um, Jojo had been, I started watching Bachelorette with Jojo. She had just been on the previous season. Um, Nick Vile had been on a number of seasons. Mm, uh, Rachel had been on Nick's season. Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. But Ari isn't from any of the seasons I've seen so far. He's a new face to me, and I, I don't really know what to make of him. So you know more about him than I do. I do, because I have been watching The Bachelor since 2010, um, which now that it's 2018, just seems like a really long time. Um, but I did watch Emily's season of The Bachelorette where Ari was the runner-up, and I loved him. So we had very different reactions when we found out, well, America found out that mm -hmm. Ari was going to be The Bachelor. Yeah, mine was mainly confusion. Yeah. Because a lot of, like, you're not alone in that. Like, a lot of people have been like, who is this guy? Like, <laughs> Who does this guy think he is? Like, why does ABC want us to care? Mm -hmm. And I know they, they were like, oh, okay, let's anticipate that. We put Emily Maynard's season up online for people to watch, which I just didn't have time for. Meh. Um, That's five years ago. Like, yeah. how is that supposed <laughs> to feel relevant, you know? So. So, yeah. Who's he? What's he about? Ari? Yeah. Okay. Um, Ari is a race car driver. How much he's actually racing now, unclear. Um, now he's also in real estate. But um, if we go back to 2012, he was definitely, like, primarily race car driver. His dad apparently is, like, a really famous race car driver. I think much mm. more successful mm -hmm. than he is. Um, he's a realtor from a racing family. Yeah, there we go. Um, but it was all dramatic that he was a race car driver on Emily's season because her fiancé who passed away was a race car driver. So there was a lot of anticipated, like, drama and trauma there. Um, but she, like, actually took it in stride. And, I mean, he was the runner-up, so, like, he made it... He, he made it pretty far. He made it real close to the end there. But what was his last moments on the bachelorette with emily oh my like, god like, it was so how horrible did it, feel? it was so horrible i was shocked like there are a lot of seasons i've been shocked no i've been shocked in a few seasons but not a lot of seasons and emily's season was definitely one of them because they had so much chemistry from the get-go like their first date they mm -hmm. went to dollywood mm -hmm. and dolly parton was there and even dolly parton was like this doesn't feel like a first date like you guys have so much chemistry and there's so much like feeling there that's obvious um and i think people were really rooting for them from the beginning people who have early one-on-one -on -one dates this is mm -hmm. a trend like they, they have good chances of making it far there's statistical analysis yeah on there it. is they usually there is. if you make a first one-on-one -on -one, you can be in the final five mm -hmm. guaranteed yeah because you just have so much longer to cement your relationship and then um each time you see them you're just like building on it instead of trying to start from scratch like pretty late in the game um okay where was i going ari race car driver oh yeah he so was, it sounds like he was like the peter of emily season. he was he was the peter although one of jeff was more like ridiculous rather than because like i hated ryan mm -hmm. like we know you yeah know we're, talking, we're talking about rachel's season <laughs> yes. the most recent season of the bachelorette <laughs> where i i got a lot more emotionally invested than i expected and it did end in tears and screaming well we were really I think invested in Rachel's season just because it was such a big deal to have the first Black Bachelorette. Mm -hmm. um, and she was like this brilliant, beautiful lawyer, and we like, all... Genuinely likable. Yeah, like, I absolutely. I really was into her. I thought she was way too good for Nick, so when she was yeah. off of that season, I was like, fine, better for her. Mm. I know. But, um, yeah, he was the kissing bandit. ABC has really been pushing that. Ari, not... Yeah. 
Brian <laughs> or um, Ari was the kissing Brian bandit. Brian is kind of a kissing bandit. Yeah, also. Brian fucking sucks. Uh, <laughs> but I, did, I don't know. Those kisses don't look enjoyable, no. but Rachel really seemed to enjoy them, and I, that's why I couldn't understand. I know. We had to, like, look away when Brian and Rachel were kissing because it just, like, looked repulsive. Mm-hmm. I did. Ari is a very good TV kisser. Like, his yeah, kisses, kisses look they're, good. They're like rom-com kisses. You're like, oh, let's they back are, that up and watch it are. again. It's really good. Um, but then, after he was on the um, Bachelorette, some more stuff happened. And this is where my opinion of him kind of started to sour. Because, is this alleged stuff or, like, um, stuff? I, This has been confirmed by 1F Jeff, oh. a.k.a. Jeff Holm, a.k.a. winner of Emily's season. Um... Because there was, like, a weird Twitter spat hmm. um, between them where Jeff was like, oh, like, there's a lot you don't know about Ari, ha, ha, ha. Um, because apparently they used to, and I don't know how long this was after The Bachelorette, but obviously it was after him and Emily broke up. But 1F Jeff and Ari would go to sororities together and, like, sleep with 18 to 22-year-old girls. And for 1F Jeff, I'm talking about Jeff Holm, I refuse to call him just Jeff because mm-hmm. his name is stupid. It has one F. Why is there just one? <laughs> um, and he was, like, 26 on Emily's season, I want to say, so that was, like, a much less gross mm-hmm. age gap than Ari, who was probably, like, in his early 30s sleeping with 18 year olds and that's just like dicey as hell like I there is a trend definitely on seasons of the bachelor where the contestants are significantly younger than the um the bachelor which Mm -hmm. I've I mean to be fair I've only seen two seasons of the bachelor one with Nick's season one with Ari's and they've both been kind of like throwback bachelors from a couple years ago um, but they're like 35, 36 and the contestants are like just aged out of the top model bracket and, mm-hmm. and they're into like, yeah. you know, the, the bachelor bracket. So they're minimum 21. We, mm-hmm. we deduce that that's probably the minimum age that you have to be to be a contestant because there's so much drinking that goes on. Yep. Um, even if you personally don't drink and then maximum is generally like at the exact same age as the bachelor. Yeah. And I think on this season the if I'm recalling right, cause I didn't write down people's ages, but the oldest contestant might be, like, still, like, two or three or four years younger than Ari is. Yeah. I don't remember exactly, but that sounds about right. And I think the only exception there was when Ben Higgins was The Bachelor because he was a baby. He was, like, 26. Mm -hmm. So I do think there were some women older than him, but he was also unusual in that sense, so. Is it at all possible that uh, the casting process started before the bachelor was confirmed yes. and so they were casting for yes. dean probably well or dean peter or i don't yeah. know like they i don't think they really care honestly like yeah. i don't think they care it's about like, hey, everybody's consenting adults so yeah like, whatever, who cares? exactly who they want good tv they don't really care about the relationship that ensues they want good tv yeah but it does seem like age is going to be something that comes up based on like the this season on the bachelor yeah. there's a lot of tears there's a lot of like anxiety around it. Well, there's um, Mystery Age Girl, so that's Mystery not Age helping. Mystery Age Girl, uh, Becca M. Becca M. Who is a, an adorable pixie cut. Oh, she's so cute. Played it up by wearing, like, a beautiful Tinkerbell dress. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. Rode in on a Mustang. Bold choice. Yeah. That worked very well. Mm-hmm. Um, it's got a lot of energy. Yeah. <laughs> that's well, the way maybe because she's her. 22. <laughs> because she's 22. <laughs> um, yeah, we looked it up. And we it's did. Like, well, also, we could have figured that out, because the, there's another contestant, Mikkel, who's 23. Yeah. And it's like, well, if you're not the youngest, then why are you hiding your age? Because we can tell you're not the oldest because you've got an extreme, like, youthful glow about you. <laughs> we also don't know, though, if she knew what the other girls' ages were when she mm-hmm. decided yeah, not she to might reveal have her like, age. Hey, it's likely that I'm going to be on the, the low end. Mm-hmm. Hmm. All right. Well, that's one place to start. The premiere episode. Exhausting. Oh, my God. <laughs> so much. It's just it's so many women... There were 29 women. Four Laurens. Four Laurens. Two Beckas. <laughs> the Lauren limo. <laughs> uh, I think multiple Britneys. Yeah. But some were spelled differently. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, there are always a lot of, like... There's always at least one person, or two people, I guess, who have to go by their last initial because there are multiple mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. that name. So. Which is tough because the first couple episodes are all about just trying to stand out. 
yeah. in any way possible. And it, it's like, you kind of, as a contestant, have to decide, like, okay, am I here to, like, actually do this for real? And so I have to stand out in, like, a beautiful romantic way? Or am I trying to stand out so that I get more screen time, so that I get to be on the show longer, even if I, my end game isn't to, like, quote-unquote win? And I feel like that's Chelsea's strategy. She's like, okay, well, it seems like they keep the mean one around for at least six episodes, so that's going to be me. I just, I don't know. Like, even if you went into it and that was your plan and it was all premeditated, wouldn't you just feel like the shitty, like, part of you has to be shitty. Like, part yeah. of you has to be a bad person. You can't, you can't pretend to be a mean person for five weeks no and not be at least a little bit no. genuinely mean <laughs> especially because <laughs> this always reminds whenever I like call out a woman for being mean to other women it always reminds me of Taylor Swift <laughs> um but that's neither here nor there um but yeah she I don't know it just doesn't sit well when women attack other women just for like being there like yes they're competing for the same man as you but like you knew that going in. Like, it, it's not like you're at a bar with your boyfriend and a woman is hitting on him. Like, yeah, this is the the entire structure of the point. Exactly. Like, oh, all these people are talking to my man. And mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, it, it's yeah, the first that, episode of The, the Bachelor. That's of the literally what the agenda is for the next six hours is that you oh. all spend a couple of minutes talking to this person yeah. in a glamorous dress that you bought yourself because you have to fundle your own outfits yep. as a contestant. You do. Women like cash out their 401ks. Oh. Isn't that terrifying? Oh. Yes. So. Chelsea. What other, what were other highlights um, from the premiere? Besides like, we had a lack of costumes this time around. I think the person yeah. who got closest to a costume was like a. Annalise. Just a mask. Yeah. yeah that's Annalise. She's like, oh, oh, I heard you're the kissing bandit. So I wore this bandit mask. And we're like, she also had oh. a bag. Like, oh, a little... yeah, yeah, yeah. There were props involved. Like, yeah. But they were pretty, like, mild props, not like Alexis in her shark yeah. costume. <laughs> I think no costumes is really for me, because I was like, yeah. oh, this is giving me... Also, it might just be that I have a personal phobia against people in costumes. Like, mm. if I go to Disneyland and I think I'm okay with, like, the princesses, because I can see their face and they yeah. can talk to you, like, as a person. But the mascots, the fact that they, like, you can't see their face. You don't know who's you in there. can't talk to them. Yeah. I can't handle it. That's it's fair. It's very... I think that's totally <laughs> reasonable phobia. I don't blame you at all. Also, I... It's not a great way to get noticed. Mm-hmm. Like, it... The shticks. The only one I will say that was genuinely funny was Adam Jr. on Rachel's season. The See, doll the, that they oh dubbed. <laughs> he brought a... a a ventriloquist yeah uh-huh. that was hilarious that was really funny. because they yeah i think like the camera people and producers had had fun with it they did. and they turned it into a joke and there's like little cut scenes to the ventriloquist dummy like zooming in and they had like a one like blooper at the end that was like him just like reminiscing in french about like trying to talk to rachel and i was like that's kind of cute actually that was the only one i think i've actively enjoyed recently mm-hmm. but most of the women um, had really low-key entrances. I mean, there were, there was Becca who came in on the Mustang, in the Mustang. Yeah. Um, and then there was Mikkel Mikkel. Came in the sports car. Yeah. So, um, trying to show up Becca right away. But that's nothing like Caitlyn's season where Chris Cupcake comes, like, bicycling in, in a giant cupcake. Like, it was pretty, he's a dentist, Cupcake. I don't know, dude. It was it was a different time. <laughs> oh man. Um, but these were like pretty low key entrances. A lot of people gave him stuff. Yeah. Like, a lot had, of people gave him stuff. Links, which I thought was actually very classy. That was cute. Um, a memory stone rock. Gratitude like, rock. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. all right. Well, put this in your pocket, I suppose. The girl who put a sticker on his ass. Oh, a sticker. Mm-hmm. Yep. What did it say again? I think it's a nice ass. Oh, nice yeah. butt. Pretty, something pretty something like that. <laughs> um, what else did people bring? Oh, the wiener girl. Oh, she gave him a wiener. I couldn't tell if it was a hot dog or like a tiny dick. I think it was a hot dog. They didn't really show a, a close-up. I think it was a hot dog. But I believe it's a hot dog. That makes the most sense to me. She's the one who is Raven's friend. It could be an Oscar Mayer like, whistle kind of that a deal. Be. I don't know. We'll have to see where that exists. Like, go to the... What was the date that they went on next season, like, the museum of, like, lost love? And he was like, here's the rose that, like, whoever gave to me. And it was, like, people's, like, breakup letters. 
That was on next season. I, I don't remember that at all. I feel like I just blacked out It was out an early season. group date, so it's fair that you don't remember. Nick was insufferable. Group dates are exhausting. We're going to have to sit through, like, several weeks oh of them now. Oh, my gosh, I know. Because I don't even really enjoy watching The Bachelor until we get to, like, episode four. Until there are so few girls that I know all of their well, names. Yeah, when you know their names. Right now, I'm like, I, the only reason I know any of these people's names, I have a list in front of me with notes mm-hmm. uh, about, like, who they are, uh, where they're from, when it's relevant, and the order in which they were called. So mm-hmm. Chelsea, mean one. Got the first impression rose, which I think rubs a lot of people the wrong way, but that's the point. Yeah. And um, the people who didn't get called include one of the Laurens. Yes. We still have three Laurens. Three Laurens. You could have a group date that was just Laurens you if could. you wanted. Yeah. Um, Amber, Allie, Olivia, Jessica, Britton, that was the bumper sticker girl, and Brie, and Nisha. And it doesn't even matter because we're never going to talk about them ever again. Except they've they, created they've this They've banded group, together for their own the Instagram Rose friends. Girls. Which yeah, is the first I, time I've seen that happen. So <laughs> dumb. I don't want to think about you. I don't have brain space for you. Yeah. Like, there's a reason yeah. you're gone. Now I only I have still, to... I still uh, think about the Olivia from a couple of seasons back because I just thought she was adorable. And she did not get a rose the first time around. But, oh well. She was from Alaska. Yeah. That's what made her stick out That is me. memorable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the point is, you gotta make an impression. Yes. Okay, so other memorable moments. Is it bad that I'm, like, blinking? It was just, it was a lot. It was a lot of information to take in. There's a lot of realtors from Florida. So many. Like, the standard Bachelor contestant this season is a 26-year-old blonde realtor from Fort Lauderdale. Because that just seems to be, like, the most common thing that comes up. And I mean, it totally makes sense because I've always wondered, you know, who are these girls who can leave their jobs? And I mean, even the men too, like who are these people who can leave their jobs to go on this reality television show for one to 12 weeks? And realtors would fit the bill in that they could take a break and come back and have that not hurt their career. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, like personal trainers. That's why there's always a lot of personal trainers because mm-hmm. they're like trainers. very fit and they can make their own schedules. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. What about okay? Uh, in our group of folks who watched The Bachelor together, Kendall Taxidermy Girl did not get a good response. No, but I kind of like her. I like her. I don't <laughs> like the taxidermy. The taxidermy and is out there. The ukulele is annoying. I do not mm. like when other when people make other people listen to them play an instrument and or sing. That's true. Like You shouldn't you, have to be put in that position. Don't take for granted that people are going to enjoy your musical performance. Like, that's just... I don't like it. And the tax... It's a lot of taxidermy. Like, it wasn't like... It wasn't oh, just here and there. Here's it was like my a whole cat deal. Freddy. No. It was like, like a room. Uh, yeah. A, a big room with vaulted yeah. ceilings. Ew. I was still hanging out with her. I, she seemed like <laughs> I mean, she out like her a, a fun person to get to know. <laughs> for like the novelty of it, but at some point I'd be like, "Sweetie, I think there's something wrong with you. Like, are you okay? Why do Why do you do this?" Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I think she's charming as a person. If I ignore the taxidermy stuff, I like her. There was um, kissing already. There was the kissing. There was kissing. I thought the race. Who did the race? Who uh, was I that? have it in my notes. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, Brittany T. She attempted to speak Dutch in her very first impression. Oh yeah, that and was then later. Bad. They went out back uh, and raced the tiny, tiny little, uh, like Mattel cars around a block, and Ari won because of the race driver. Well, and his car was so much bigger than hers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like that was just a size advantage right there. Yeah, more more torque. More yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> one tenth of one horsepower. <laughs> <laughs> um, but she bet him a kiss mm, if she mm-hmm. won, and he, like, very clearly let her tie with him, oh. and they oh. they had a little smoochy smooch, but it was, like, a very little smooch, and then she goes on and on about how his lips are, like, clouds and, like, pillows, <laughs> and, like, it was... Why do you want somebody's lips to be, like, clouds? I don't know. Like, that doesn't... That's oh, such a gosh. weird thing to say. The way we talk about kissing is is weird. Like, when people try to describe what it's like. You know, this is something I've actually been thinking about a lot. Because someone asked me recently, I don't know why this came up, but someone recently asked me what my, like, fanfiction no-nos are. Like, what I cannot stand in (laughs) fanfiction. 
My list would be so long. Uh, no, I mean, it's a really fucking long list, but the one that I didn't realize how much it bothered me, or I didn't, like, notice it as much until I identified it, was um, when people describe kissing as, like, tongues clashing or tongues tangling or like like all of that it's just like that makes me want to hurl yeah um and not just because I had the stomach flu this week like totally unrelated (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah but yeah you're right the way we talk about kissing some people talk about kissing some people are some people have a good yeah there might be people who are skilled at it but maybe it takes practice that's why fan fiction is like what? Yeah. So that was an aside. The Bachelor and fanfiction really don't have anything to do with each other, but I will take any opportunity. So I feel like they have more to do with each other than you would think. Actually, can I tell you, <laughs> Becca and I found catfish fanfiction yesterday because she was like, Lita, catfish fanfiction. Do you think there's catfish fanfiction? I was like, of course there's catfish fanfiction. They're like 47. Amazing. Catfish fanfics. <laughs> anyway, I've been watching a lot of catfish. That's also an aside. I feel like, yeah, I, I could see myself one day, getting inspired to write some Bachelor or Bachelorette fan fiction. Who would you write it about? I <laughs> I would rewrite the end of Rachel's season so that she ends up with Peter. I thought you were going to say you would write, like, Chris uh, Harrison oh, pining no, over yeah, Rachel. That, that would be actually a big part of it. Because Chris Harrison is, this is my headcanon <laughs> for The Bachelor. That Chris Harrison is 100% in love with Rachel. And was, like, begging her to come away with him. And that's why, like, you know, Peter, like, leaves and everything's very dramatic and she's in tears. And Chris is like, I can make anything happen for you. I was like, Rachel, mm-hmm. he's trying to swoop in. He's trying he to He has so much money. Like, do it. Sorry, oh, that's... my gosh. So now, yeah, he just looks haunted now because his true love is with fucking Brian. Well, also, Chris Harrison, I feel like I've been watching the show for a really long time. And maybe this is just my imagination, but it seems like he does a lot less than he used to. Like, I feel like he used to do a lot of counseling mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. the Bachelor He's Bachelorette. Just kind of there. He just kind of like facilitates now and doesn't take an active role. And I wonder if Juan Pablo ruined everything for him because Juan Pablo probably most controversial bachelor bachelorette ever i feel comfortable saying that that sounds about right i mean i didn't watch that season but what i've heard sounds yeah he was wildly offensive and chris like you could see on chris harrison's face how much he hated juan pablo just like whenever they were on camera you could just see it in his face and i wonder if that was the end that was the end of his he like kind of checked out yeah. he's like i'm done with these people yeah. <laughs> fuck this like i've been doing this for too long <laughs> maybe he got like so like impatient with people in their 20s like not knowing what to do with their emotions i mean i don't blame him yeah i i mean i i'm a person in my 20s who doesn't know what to do with their emotions and it's exhausting it is and he's been doing it like since the beginning like chris harrison has been the host of the bachelor bachelorette since the beginning there are like 23 seasons Mm -hmm. of the Mm battle like you would have to be tired of it did it premiere in like early 2000s I think it was late 90s. I think so. Because we're definitely on, like, at least the 21st or 22nd Bachelor. Yeah. So, yeah, 90s. They do, but they do one a year? Yeah. Because they do, like, a Bachelor, a Bachelorette, and a Bachelor in Paradise. They count them separately. They count them separately. Yeah. Yeah. So, 23 seasons might mean, like, 15 years. No, no. So 22 seasons just of The Bachelor. Oh. There are like 13 seasons because it's oh like 13 seasons of The Bachelorette. Yeah, they're all counted differently. Yeah, I do. Okay. No, I do remember like being a young child and this was the year 2000. It was like Christmas time and we were watching some reality TV, sh- TV show, but it could have been like Joe Millionaire. I think there's a lot of like dating shows around the same time that had similar concepts. I'm just going to look it up. Just, yeah. Just, let's, you just know what? So let's know. stop predicting just i'm gonna bachelor. my bet's gonna be uh the year 2000 and yours is late 90s yeah u.s tv series. oh 2002 oh how do they have so many seasons they must have had more than one in a year how did they do that maybe they before they had bachelor in paradise oh, or bachelor they... pad they just did, went ahead and did another bachelor or even before they did bachelor they didn't have ba- they didn't always have bachelorette you're right okay maybe that's it Okay, I take it back. Well, we were both right in different ways, so... Yeah, that's the best way to be. It is. It really is. <laughs> okay, anyway. Um, awesome. Was there any, like, standout fashion where you're like, oh my gosh, she looks so great? The bright yellow dress. Who's wearing the bright yellow dress? Valerie. Valerie. That was a statement. That's the only thing I wrote down about her. Valerie, yellow and gorgeous. 
Um, I don't remember if she even got to talk to Ari in that first episode, so it might have been the dress that saved her. But I'm sure we don't see a clip from every conversation because no, that would be no, 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 too much. There's yeah. like 29 women here. Um, but she was called uh, 19th out of, no, 14th out of however many you get to call, 20. Hmm. So. That's like all. Really. She was really tall, too. Yeah, she was tall. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't have any, like, early favorites to win, I don't think. I have people who I think are going to go far based on, like, the archetype that they fulfill. Mm -hmm. um, Chelsea, because she's stirring up drama. Uh, Becca, because of the whole, like, oh, let's talk about, like, age conversation that we're going to be all forced into. Um, <laughs> Viviana seems fun to watch, so we'll, we'll see. Uh, I don't know who's going to be the last Lauren standing. They all, to me, <laughs> the last Lauren seemed standing. mostly the same. Well, everyone seems the same right now. That's also the problem. Like, I've always hated putting together my bracket after watching the first episode because the past couple of years I've done a bracket. Because um, just, like, none of these people are super interesting yet. They just can't be. There's the fitness instructor who had a YouTube channel who seemed like she... With the homeless she, brother? She uh, was smiling, like, very intensely the entire she time. She was kind of scary. I was concerned for her. Yeah. Yeah. She has a frozen smile. She's going to have a hard time. I can just tell already. Like, she is not going to have a picnic. Yeah. Yeah. It seemed like there was some fights on the horizon based on the this season on The Bachelor. Yeah. But we'll find out this week... Yay! <laughs> yeah, sorry. I just always find this episode so dull because everything is so bland because there's not enough time to make things interesting. There just isn't. Yeah. I like examining it from like the point of view of like somebody who has to edit this all together because they're all like shoved in this mansion mm -hmm. all night long and they have to keep the driveway wet so it shines through the camera That's and true. they have to keep everybody like at the right amount of drunk for the entire time uh and it, it like ends at like eight in the morning nine in the morning who maybe. knows they leave when it's light, light outside. outside they didn't used to do that they used to that used to be much more clandestine and now it's like very obvious that they're doing yeah. their like exit interviews when it's light outside we don't mind that you know they were here all night i know so yeah i think i, I was at work the next day and someone was like oh like i don't understand how you get so emotional like about like you know losing your chance with someone you just met and i was like they're not emotional about, like, not getting to date Ari. They're emotional because they just spent all night awake drinking with strangers. On in a TV. a very tense environment. On TV. On TV. And they had to quit your job to do it. Like, that's so much. It, it, it's, yeah. It's manufactured in a way where you couldn't understand it unless you really try and put yourself in those shoes. And, like, maybe you just spent... $40,000 on gowns and beauty treatments and blah, 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 whatever. What if you yeah. just like cashed out your 401k and like, granted you're an idiot, but you're going to be disappointed. Mm -hmm. You're going to have an emotional reaction. Yeah. A career in the bachelor universe, bachelor nation is not like the most sound investment because it's going to be so volatile. Yeah. Yeah. You just, you never know how long you're going to make it. And the longer you make it, the more, um, like opportunities will come your way. And the more lucrative of an Instagram model influencer person mm -hmm. you'll be, mm -hmm. but you just, you have no way of guaranteeing that from the beginning. So yeah, risky, risky venture. All right. Well, I'm sticking it out through the season. I had a crisis of faith, honestly, after last season with Rachel, I was like, this, is this even fun anymore? Can I even handle it? Because I was very torn apart by it, the, the whole thing, just, like, not being able to make it work with Peter, who, again, was, like, early fan favorite, seemed mm -hmm. perfect. They seemed like they generally liked each other, but just kind of had different boundaries with what they wanted, he and Rachel, and that was just, like, the most frustrating conversation to have to sit through. Yeah, seriously. And then the way that ABC, like, constructed their finale – they were kind of stringing you along like, oh, like maybe at the very last second, like they'll change their mind and they'll end up together. Because like that conversation where they basically, they break up happens at the beginning of a three hour finale. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, oh, okay, so we know that she's going to get engaged to Brian. Like that's obviously how this goes, but why would they 
show that at the beginning. So maybe there's a twist. There's got to be a twist. And so I was strung along for three hours, completely emotionally exhausted, didn't get what I wanted. And I was like, well, <sighs> so yeah, I, yeah. It was a really weird choice on their part. They've never done that before. I hope they don't do it again. They shouldn't do it again. I have no, I have no idea what possessed them to think that was a good idea. Mm-hmm. I still, I will say the one golden moment they came out of that was I think they were doing like the post-mortem, like live audience, like, how did you feel when this and such happened? And uh, Rachel said something like, oh, I cried so hard. My eyelashes fell off and I just left them like where they were on the floor. And then Peter responded like, yeah, I had to walk by those eyelashes for three days as I got all my stuff packed up ready to leave. And I was like, that was an image. That was, that was an image. Just her fake eyelashes on the ground. Striking. I contemplated getting it like a tattoo of just like a a false eyelash. (laughs) Just like to signify. You're like, oh, what is that? Is it like a sunrise? Um, actually, it's a a false eyelash and uh, it calls back to Rachel's season of Bachelorette. Um, but that's not, that's not the most serious idea I've ever had as far as tattoos. Probably not. But it would be fun. Um, do we have anything else to say about about, I like, about this premiere or about The Bachelor in general? Mm, bachelor in general. I could probably strum up more to talk about there. Why do we even like it? Why do we like The Bachelor? <laughs> Why oh do we my even gosh. watch the show if we're so down on this first episode? I have had to defend myself. I, like Again, I've been watching this show for eight years. I have had to defend myself on a number of occasions. My dad, who is like my biggest fan in the entire world and thinks I'm the best person alive, even was like, Lita, I love you, but I can't do this one night when I was watching a finale. Um, But why do we like it? I think, one, it's fantastic television. These people are really well resourced. It's really well put together. They have a, um, oh my gosh, what's the word I'm looking for? They have like a system that works. Mm -hmm. They... They're experts at this. There's been 22 seasons. So they know how to make great TV. They know sometimes how to pick compelling leads. Mm -hmm. Um, And honestly, I, I like the cultural commentary aspect of it. I like... I don't know, it's like a, a lens into a different kind of person and a different kind of approach towards relationships Mm -hmm. and romance that I think is just fascinating. Yeah, because you have all these people who, like, seem, like, very, like, into the idea of being, like, I just, like, want to fall in love, and I, like, believe in, like, you know, love at first sight, and I want to find, like, the one for me, and it all seems like, okay, like, great, but they're also all very well aware of the fact that they're, like, dozens of people dating the same person at the same time. And it's like, how intimate is this real relationship? And if it's all just a farce anyway, like, I, I struggle with it. And that's the struggle that I just, like, it's a puzzle that I haven't solved in my mind. And yeah. I have to keep watching. I also have watched for so long that I know, not necessarily The Bachelor. The Bachelor does not have a good success rate. But The Bachelorette does. Hmm. Like, so many people from The Bachelorette are still together, even if they're not married. Sean and Caitlin, JoJo and Jordan... Um, what's her face? Desiree and Chris, uh, Desiree was super boring. I didn't watch her season. Sorry, Desiree. Um, but there are a lot of couples from the bachelorette who are still together. Meanwhile, Nick and Vanessa have already broken up. I, I just feel like women are much better at this than men are. I mean, amongst like a lot of other things, but the reality television romance seems to work out a lot better when they are leading the, Mm -hmm. leading the effort. Do you think that's because bachelorettes tend to be much clearer about what they're what they want out of the experience and what they're in for and like what they're not going to settle for? And bachelors are kind of like I feel like Nick was always saying like oh I'm looking for love I'm just looking for that one person but his choices did not reflect that yeah so I'm like are you or do you just want to have like fun in your thirties which is fine just be honest about Say it. Say that. You know I've thought about this a lot and I'm not really sure I've ever come up with a good answer. I do think women tend to be one more clear on what they want and two less likely to be like led astray Hmm. by something like Corinne um, (laughs) who comes in with whipped cream and a trench coat. Yeah, exactly. Focused on their goals. Yeah. More ready to dismiss uh, eye candy. Mm -hmm. Huh. 
Uh, I, I feel like the one time I tried watching an episode of The Bachelorette by myself was awful. I couldn't, I felt bad. I felt like I had just like, like eaten way too much of a candy that I didn't even really like, but I just wanted to like get rid of it. Um, so for me watching The Bachelor and Bachelorette, it's all about like who you're watching it with mm-hmm. and the kind of like the commentary you put on top of it. And that's why when we get a group together, we always put on the subtitles so that we can just like chit chat without having to like pause the show and be like, what did they just say? We yeah. can like read as we go. And I like that aspect of it. You can't watch it alone. That's what I always tell people. Don't. Like, I can't. Again, it's I've been watching so for so long. I can't watch it alone. It's not fun. Like, it's just not. You just start to feel sad. At least that's, that's what happens to me. I did. I did. You I start did. to feel sad. Whereas when you're watching it with other people, and this is also sort of my defense, although I don't feel like I should need to defend it, is it's a social activity. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. it just is. It's like game night. It's it is. Night. Or Game of Thrones night or whatever. Oh, like it's yeah. It's entertainment, pure and simple. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's my take on it. Would we, or you, or, or both of us, ever want to see, like, a queer season of I have been asking for a bisexual <laughs> bachelor bachelorette for as long as I can remember I'm just bisexuals only in the mansion exactly like think of how fascinating it that would be could amazing. be because I we don't tend to see a lot of like sexual tension between contestants I know it's happened on like bachelor Australia where two contestants actually ended up mm-hmm. um falling for each other and I think they're married now um, but if that's happened in the U.S., then at least it hasn't been put on TV. No. And I don't, even just, like, even if just The Bachelor, Bachelorette was bisexual, I think that would be so fascinating to see how other people react to there being dates with both men and women. Like, I, it would just be such a fascinating dynamic. I have wanted this for so long. Do you think it's more likely that this will ever happen on The Bachelor or it would be like a plot line on, uh, what's that TV show? Unreal. Unreal. Ugh, I love Unreal. Well, no, I loved, you like the, first season I loved the first season of Unreal. The second season got like a little too social justice-y and I was like, guys, know you're lean. Like, they didn't, and it wasn't well executed. No, it's like it you can not. go there, but only if you do it well. Exactly, and they didn't. And they didn't. Um, do I think it's gonna, I mean, we just got the first Black Bachelorette. Mm-hmm. After the first Black Bachelor on Unreal, which is a yeah, fictional that's program. Yeah, that's true. That's uh, true. I feel like Unreal is uh, required watching for fans of The Bachelor and Bachelorette because it, it, it's a drama about what happens behind the scenes on the producer's end of things. And while it's like highly dramatized, it's kind of nice to be like, oh, okay, I see how the mechanism of planning this all out goes. And it was created by someone who used to be mm-hmm. a producer. So not, yeah, it's not speculation. Yeah. It's like, no, this is what we did. To a, like, very extreme level. Mm-hmm. But also, yeah. <laughs> people on Unreal fell in love. Fun fact. Wait, wait, tell me about this. Um, the first season, the guy, uh-huh. the British guy who was in Harry Potter. Um, wait, what? Who was yeah, he? Yeah, he was Cormac McClaggan. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> the guy that had the hots for Hermione? Yeah. So he and the girl, oh my gosh, she's been in a lot of TV that I like, but she was the one whose dad died. Oh my gosh, spoilers. Yeah. But this show's been out forever, eh, whatever. If you haven't watched it by now. Also, this is a very spoilery podcast. Yeah, that's true. Um, the if girl, we start talking about any show, just assume that we're going to spoil and, yeah. and duck out if you don't want to hear it. Um, yeah, her dad died and there was all the drama and she yeah, had the long hair. Yeah, she had the, like, a, like, a heart-shaped face and was very yeah, petite. Yeah, so they fell in love Aww. and they're, they might be married, they might be engaged, I don't really remember, but isn't that sweet oh my gosh just like the the art imitating life imitating art imitating know, reality. Right? <laughs> it's, it's a lot of layers it's so much <laughs> it's so much um, um let's i feel like we should take that sort of like bringing fantasy into reality and talk about sarah highland and wells oh yeah okay so i texted Anne this morning because Somehow I missed Sarah Hyland and Dominic Sherwood breaking up. It happened over the summer. I didn't find out about it until a couple months ago. Yeah. Dominic How Sherwood. How are we supposed to know both of these yes. people? Yes. So Sarah Hyland is on Modern Family. She mm-hmm. plays Haley. Um, and then Dominic Sherwood plays Jace on Shadowhunters. And mm-hmm. they met filming the epic garbage fire that is Vampire <laughs> Academy. It's <laughs> one of the worst movies I've ever seen. Um, we'll have to watch it. It's so bad, but yes, Is I will watch it. Is it worse than Mortal Instruments? Yes, I think so. Amazing. 
<laughs> oh god okay so they met filming that they were together for like two three years i don't know like a very decent amount of time they broke up i somehow did not notice yeah whatever which you is shocking i must you might have been in the middle of your job hunt i think i was that was a dark time um so they broke up and then i think the only reason i found out that they broke up was there started to be this um these whispers about sarah highland and wells adams from jojo season of jo- the he was my favorite on jojo season he's like the one i would actually hang out with he's charming he's a um, radio personality yeah. in nashville yeah, nashville um and apparently now more details like they are super instagram official they spent thanksgiving together mm-hmm. the last mm-hmm. like six pictures on her instagram They're are all, all with together. him yeah um and apparently she slid into his dms that nice. is how they um sparked their romance <laughs> and i think it's just such an interesting thing because it opens a new door that's not just like going on the bachelor can be lucrative for you but it could also there are like celebrity fans at the bachelor mm-hmm. and if you strike one of their fancies and they happen to reach out because it's all about like building an instagram brand yeah like, everybody who's on the bachelor is there to build their instagram brand mm-hmm. who knows you could fall in love i know i thought it because when i have entertained the idea of going on the bachelor my only real end game has been becoming the bachelorette because obviously yeah that's way more like, fun like why would you want to win the bachelor that sucks no um then you have to be in a relationship that's like 75% fake. Exactly. But now it opens again a whole new door that's like all of your romantic possibilities. Yeah. End game. <laughs> like which celebs could I? Which which celebrity fan of The Bachelor and Bachelorette would you want to like slide into your DMs if you were a contestant? Sorry, I was drinking kombucha. We're drinking kombucha, <laughs> not vodka lemonade. Yeah, it's a... Because I had the We're, stomach This flu. is a recovery, a recovery <laughs> podcast. Um, honestly, I don't really know a lot of celebs offhand who are uh, fans of The Bachelor or Bachelorette, but if we opened it up to just, like, celebs in general... Mm-hmm. This is how you... I'm going you know, to I'm gonna open it up. I will, I will limit it to people who are single. That's fair. Maybe I would get Dominic Sherwood now. Make it like the whole thing go full Oh, like circle. you would replace Sarah Hyland? <laughs> yeah. I like that. That's got a symmetry to it. I feel like that'd be it. a good story. <laughs> what about you? Um, Stephanie Beatriz, who plays Rosa Diaz on Brooklyn Nine-Nine, is a huge Bachelor and Bachelorette fan. I think she was like in the audience for Rachel's finale and they would cut to her Oh, a yeah, lot. she was. Mm-hmm. And I think she's just super gorgeous. She is awesome. Uh, I, I don't think she is single. Because uh, I follow her on Instagram, oh. but I'm not also not sure. I don't keep track of that as as well. <laughs> but if she was like, "Hey, you seem really nice. Do you want to grab coffee?" I'd be like, "Yes." Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> I would love that. That's a fun game. Oh my gosh! And speaking of games, we didn't get a hat together for our. No, we're gonna have to. Oh, I feel no. like we're we're gonna have to brainstorm together. Pick a politician or you know, like, public figure. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, And then I think we should say who would be their top pick out of the Bachelor contestants this time around. Or, well, no, that might not be that fun, actually. I was going to say, or who would their historic favorite Bachelor or Bachelorette Mm -hmm. be. But for a lot of people, I feel like that would be obvious. Mm -hmm. Because if your answer isn't Rachel... You're wrong. Yeah. I think she's still my favorite, even though I have just, I carry a lot of bad feelings about how it ended. Yeah. And I don't know. I just don't like Brian that much. I think he's really good just telling people what they want to hear. Yeah. And I don't know. But maybe she's getting a sense of genuineness from him that doesn't come through on television. That's very possible. But I do think actually asking people who their favorite bachelor is would be pretty interesting because there are a lot more to choose from and there's no real clear winner. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You could make you could make some interesting arguments. Okay, so. so it sounds like because you have the more like bachelor knowledge going mm-hmm, back mm-hmm. eight years and I will only be going back <laughs> a couple years Ooh. that you should, you know, make the determination. Okay. And then I'll pick the public figure yes please do 
Let's go with Hillary Clinton. Why not? Oh, okay. <laughs> pull out the big guns. Um, well, obviously her favorite Bachelor would be Rachel, so we have to move on to Bachelor. Oh, God. Although I will say, <laughs> one of my favorite seasons of The Bachelor had nothing to do with Jake Pavelka, the guy mm. who was The Bachelor. Only that that was the only season I've seen that had a theme. Like, he had a theme song because he was a pilot. So his intro sequence, um, they always played On the Wings of Love. Oh, my gosh. And it was really <laughs> funny, and they've never done that again. And I thought that was – because that's the first season I watched, so I thought that that was something that's that they always they did. Um, it's never spoiled. happened again. My first season with, was JoJo, and she was – to me, felt very unremarkable. Also – because we're talking about JoJo, I have Let's to say, it. my half-Persian princess let me down. Mm. She's half-Persian. They never say that. Yeah, it I didn't know that. It never comes up. I watched the whole season. It did not come up. And she, one, well, one, I'm upset because that never came up. And two, because she was kind of a dud. Her and Jordan seem really happy, and, like, that's great. I, I think guess. they're good, a good match. I think I was, I was rooting for them to get together, and they did. So that was, like, satisfying. Her men, I think, were by far the most, like homogenous <laughs> two out of her final four i still like at the very end watching could not remember their names and that was after watching weeks and weeks and weeks of them on my team on my screen I'm like who's this i don't remember them where did i think chase chase was chase like was the most just a question mark for a face mm-hmm. yeah. I, like he had <laughs> and the only reason you knew robbie was because he was so ridiculous like <laughs> i'm so glad he was on paradise i I really did want to see more of Robbie just because I was like, what are you? He was such an absurd... Oh my gosh, we've gotten so off track. Hillary Clinton. (laughs) Oh, sorry. This is how this podcast is structured. We're just going to go on as many tangents as we want. Um, Her favorite Bachelor. I'm doing like my, you know, mental Rolodex. Yeah. Well, this also gives the listener time to think about what Oh, that's true. Maybe I should just list them. (laughs) Um, Okay, so we had Jake. Mm -hmm. And then we had... Who came after Jake? God, this... Do I even remember? Like, maybe not. Because um, there was the guy who came back and did another season. Mm. He had done a previous season, didn't pick anyone, and then they brought him back. And then he picked Emily, actually. Mm. Uh, Brad. Brad Womack. Um, maybe I should go backwards this way. Nick. Was Ben Higgins after Nick? Yeah. Um, or before, yeah. Or, God, this is, like, my flu brain or something, because I (laughs) thought I would have, like, a much better recollection. This is why you're so good on a trivia team, because if the question is, hey, name the last five bachelorettes in reverse order, or the five bachelors in reverse order, I'd be like, Leah, (laughs) this is your time to shine. (laughs) I would get there eventually, for sure. Juan Pablo. I think Hillary Clinton's favorite bachelor would probably be Ben Higgins, just because he was like a solid ass dude. He was a little bland. He was a little vanilla. Um, But he, more than anyone, I think, really seemed to be there, pardon the cliche, for the right reasons. Like, Mm-hmm. He had really pure intentions. Also, I listened to his podcast with Ashley I, and he had like um like a really bad stomach infection. He had like not ringworm, but like he had like a parasite. Oh my god. During his filming. That's so uncomfortable. And he like carried on filming. It's kind of like when Hillary Clinton got sick during her campaign. Oh. And it was like all over the <laughs> the media, but she was work work through it. So you're saying she would relate to to Ben? Well, I just think she would appreciate his decency as a human. Um, okay, we're going to edit this out, but since I had the um, Wikipedia open, I'm just going to look at the list because my brain isn't working. So here we go. Brad Womack the first time. Jake Pavelka. Okay. Oh, Ben! I forgot about the other Ben. The, the Ben who ben. looks like Francine from <laughs> Arthur. Oh, oh that was God. a wild Oh, my gosh. And you show me a picture, and I was like, "That's that can't be true. And I looked at it, and he you're does. right. You're he correct. He looks like Francine. Go look up Francine from Arthur and look up a picture of Ben. 
side people by have side. already made them side by side like yeah. just the search media is out there just google it ben bachelor we'll, francine we'll, we'll find the we'll find a picture of it and we'll post it on twitter post it on twitter there we go at vodka lem stand l-e-m that's how we spell nice lemon. I forgot about Sean Lowe's season, which is weird because he's the only one who has actually, like, married his person and mm-hmm. gone on to have a kid and be super happy. But Sean's kind of vanilla, I have to say. Chris Souls, ooh, that was a boring season. He was a farmer from Iowa. Mm. And the winner, like, you went into it knowing, like, the contestants went into it knowing that they would have to move to, like, bumfuck Iowa. Mm. And, oh, shit, that was bad. Like... And instead of doing their normal, we're going to fly all around the world and have these amazing adventures, they went all around the United States. No. They made him like the all-American no, no, bachelor. No, 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 and no, it was no. so that's, dull. That's like the other reason why you would go on The Bachelor is to get to travel. Like You're not wrong. That's the only other benefit. You're not wrong. Yeah, now that I'm looking Instagram at this followers, list. followers, travel, mm-hmm. maybe a kiss with somebody who's fairly attractive. Like those are the things that you could count on if you're a semi-successful candidate. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna stick I'm gonna stick with my Ben Higgins. Sounds good. Mm-hmm. Was he the one that uh, ended up picking the woman from West Portland? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Portland. Well, in quotes. I mean, I don't blame them for doing nobody, that. Yeah, nobody knows where Westland is. I also had a really embarrassing moment that turned out to not be embarrassing because I babysit for this family and they went to um, the whiskey library in downtown Portland. And I was like, the only reason I know anything about the whiskey library is because they went on Lauren's hometown date. Oh my gosh. That is the place you would want to go. I know. And they were like, oh my gosh, we watched The Bachelor. And I was like, ah, yes. The Bachelor bringing people together since 2002. (laughs) That is a good topic of conversation because if you find somebody from any background who also watches it, then you immediately have something to talk about. You do. You absolutely do. And I, in my cultish ways, have made a lot of people fans of The Bachelor who never mm-hmm. really anticipated that they mm-hmm. would care about it. Now, like, willingly watch with me or yeah. did willingly watch with yeah. me. Yeah, you you just, you find your, your Bachelor and Bachelorette, like, evangelists and, <laughs> you know, get drawn to them. Don't watch it by yourself. Ever. Don't watch it by yourself. Oh, my God. Better to skip it than to watch it by yourself. Yes. I agree. The only exception to that would maybe be Bachelor in Paradise slash Bachelor Pad, but then you wouldn't know who the people were, mm-hmm. so it wouldn't mm-hmm. even matter. So no, don't watch any of it by yourself. That's the official word. Great. Yeah. So when are we filling out your your Bachelor uh, application? Oh. Um, basically, I mean, you can always do it on my behalf. For you? Yeah. <laughs> um... Yeah, I've had a lot of people say that they're going to write me into The Bachelor, and I don't think they ever do, which I'm offended by. But also, I would worry that I'm not, and I don't mean this in a negative way, I mean this in a TV way, not, like, interesting enough. Yeah, like, what's the angle for TV? Like, you're not a mom, you know, I don't think you could keep up the mean girl thing for Mm -hmm. too long, Um, and that is a compliment. (laughs) Um, you. You don't have, like, a... Like a TV trauma? You know what I mean by that? Like something that... Well, I could, but I wouldn't go there on TV. Like I wouldn't be one of those people who was willing to like sell out my... Yeah, because like that means that's what the producers on The Bachelor like look for. You basically can't like pass a one-on-one date until you reveal Mm -hmm. like on the date like the worst thing that's ever happened to you. But like... You, you kind of have to, like, practice your story and make it, like, sad yeah. but not too sad and real but not too real. Mm-hmm. Like, hit that sweet spot, and it's just a lot of stress. So I don't think you'd have one of those where, like, oh, I could talk about X experience, you know? So, uh, I think, I think you could do it. Uh. <laughs> it's been on my list. It's on, it's on my, like, <laughs> life bucket list. Yeah. It's not my 2018. It's in your five-year plan. Yeah. But also, would I ever be willing to leave my job? Mm, you'd have to be, like, between not. jobs. Yeah. yeah. And you'd have to time that really, yeah. really well. For me, I got a compliment at a party lately. They were like, oh, have you ever thought about being on The Bachelorette? I think, or The Bachelor? I think mm-hmm. you could. And I was like, oh, like, thank you for the beautiful compliment. I love that you think that I'm, like, TV ready. No. I can't handle it. Like, 
being put in that intense of a social situation mm-hmm. for that long, I, 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 I can't see myself enjoying it even a little bit. Yeah. And I also don't care about Instagram followers and mm. I don't believe in true love. So <laughs> I'm not the kind of person I think that they're looking for. You don't want a platform for our podcast, Anne? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I would have to be like, there was a one on JoJo's season, there was like a, uh, the guy who was like billed as like the Bachelor super fan. And he's like, I'd seen every episode and oh, I'm like so excited weird. about it. And I think they gave him a rose, but he was out the next the next episode. Like they didn't give him any yeah. any screen time. And I think that his like angle was like the novelty of like a male bachelor fan. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that there's novelty uh, for a woman bachelor no. necessarily. Not enough for me to make it on TV. No. I think you're probably right. Also, you just have to look a really specific way that I feel like would just yeah, make I me feel like shit. I would have to spend a lot of years, not a lot of years, but a lot of time, like, trying to look a specific way, like, and which is TV pretty, which is yeah. very different than, like, everyday pretty. Yeah, absolutely. And I don't think, ultimately, the effort will be worth it. No. But it is on my list, so, you know, who knows? Maybe three years from now. We'll figure it out. I'll be there. We'll have, to, we'll have to be on the lookout for a um, TV-worthy trauma <laughs> that you can package and rehearse and talk about. Because it has to be real, because now in our social media age, like, you'll be roasted if it's not real, but mm-hmm. I'm not willing to, like, air a lot of yeah, shit. Yeah, maybe you'll get, like, Lyme disease. <laughs> and you're like, it was just, like, oh such an eye-opening experience, so I started oh, this God. charity for people with Lyme disease. And that'll be your story. That would be good. That's I'm like not wishing, service level I'm not, enough. I'm not wishing you a disease, <laughs> no, I obviously. I don't want Lyme disease, no. Definitely not. Yeah. But that would be like the perfect kind of, mm-hmm. like, a sob theme, story yeah, to like, I, I survived this and it made me stronger. Like, that's the kind of narrative. That Although, there are some <laughs> crazy sob stories. Like, I was remembering a woman on Bachelor Pad, well, who was also on The Bachelor, obviously, she saw as a kid her mom's i think boyfriend shoot her oh my god she saw her mom get shot in front of her that's too real and that was on television i'm like dude that's very dark that's like next level sob story like that i can't even call that a sob story anymore that's like that's yeah some real ass shit mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's too real but like nothing like that we can't we we don't want to go there and also who has a story like that very few people mm-hmm. frankly so anyway that was a tangent yeah. but not wanting to end on that note <laughs> i think my I'm bad guys to, i'm going to um scan through my list and make a shot in the dark prediction Ooh. of who's gonna make it to the the very end like the okay. winner of it all and if I'm and ready. if i win then everybody who's listening to this podcast right now uh owes me a beer I will buy you a beer. Um, So I'm going to say it was somebody who was called in the first five. Uh, Can you remind us who was called in the first five? Who was called in the first five? Well, Chelsea got the first impressions, Rose, but being the mean one, she's not going to make it. Mm -hmm. Um, But she will make it far, but not very far. Becca K, which is the older Becca, uh, got the first Rose, but didn't really make an impression other than that. Marik, who owns the Indian restaurant, got the second one. Third, um, Kendall, Taxidermy Girl. Um, they'll play it for laughs. She's not going to make it to the end. No. Uh, oh gosh, I'm sweating. <laughs> I might have, no, four was Lauren G. Um. Which one was she? She was the one who fed him pineapple. Oh, that was weird. Didn't strike me as particularly, like, memorable. But... Five was Crystal, who was smiling the whole time and is the fitness woman, so it can't oh, yeah. be her. Um, which leaves six, Becca M. I, I'm just going to say it. Becca M. It's going to be Becca M. It's going to make everybody feel weird, and because uh, she's the young one. Ooh, but, that would be really weird. Yeah, I don't feel like speculating anymore, so I'm putting my chips all, <laughs> <laughs> all on her. <laughs> I mean, that would be a really like interesting season. Mm-hmm. During the episode, I was really feeling like Annalise was pretty strong because mm-hmm. she was the one with the bandit mask and yeah. they did end up kissing. 
No, did they? they didn't. They no. did not. I just I just put EXO vibes. Like they had like oh, a chemistry vibes. Um, but I did see a preview of next episode where it seems like she's not super with it. I don't know. But no. that also was just the preview. They like to manipulate. They us. like to also they make know it seem like how. it's a much bigger deal than it is. Yeah. So. Um. I'm putting my chips on Becca M, but if it ends up being Annalise, you can all be like, ha, you should have gone with uh, your first impression. Mm. But Annalise was called 12, like right there in the middle. Yeah. So. Only time will tell. Mm-hmm. Should we wrap it up there? Or yeah. you want to make your, your bets? Honestly, I don't. I want to see where the wind takes us. Yeah. We'll check back in from time to time. If serious business happens, we'll have like a, it'll be part of our startup episode, Pop Culture Roundup. Yes. Definitely. Uh, so stay tuned. Keep listening to Vodka Lemonade Stand. Uh, find us as we start to tweet more and more mm-hmm. at Vodka Lem Stand on Twitter. Uh, We're going to be tweeting today. Share with your friends. The Francine and Ben Flanick. <laughs> so and ben. buckle up for that because it's ready. legit. So thanks everyone. Bye. Bye.